This week we play GM in a brand new episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. But the notion that they want to just go in on offense and, and possibly take Saquon Barkley blows my mind. I would not touch Saquon Barkley. I wouldn't. Hold on, Browns. I got y'all. For one, you got two really good backs. Yeah, I know. Let me, let me hold on. They have Can I interrupt you? Hold on. We're supposed to be the losers, but we win What's going on, folks? Welcome to a brand new exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast, the realest sport podcast in all the land. True. I mean in all the land. True. And we are back to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion, the only way we know how. With no BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases, only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you guys have ever watched our show here on YouTube or listened to it on any of our various podcast channels. I'm one half of the show. I go by the name of K-Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, LePravis57, and together we form strong arm sports. Spade! Yes, sir. Spade, we was going over the, the list, the topic Uh-oh. list. That, that, that's been put together And I mean It's gonna be One of those shows man. It's gonna be An exciting show It's gonna be a mm-hmm. fun show it's gonna, so man, I think this may be One of our Most fun shows So far early In this early 2018 And I mean I, I feel like I, I love all our shows But I feel like This is gonna be A more fun show Early Early in 2018 So you ready to Let's start see. this off I wanna start in the NFL I know that's where you know I wanna be That's where we gonna of start course. Of course Of course we're gonna start there, but we're gonna have some fun. First, we're gonna kinda I wanna kinda get your thoughts on something, Spade. If you guys didn't know, Johnny Manzella is in the news again. Did did an interview. I, I like to say, you know, when a player trying to get they trying to get back in the league and stuff, they like to do the chitlin circuit, is what I call it. They go on this little this little uh campaign of doing a bunch of interviews at a bunch of different various places. I'm pretty sure yep. we, this won't be the last interview we see of Johnny Manziel coming up mm-hmm. in the near future. Johnny Manziel did an interview and he came out and he said that he's bipolar and that may have played a part with some of the uh, issues he had in the NFL. Spade. Yes. I gotta get your thoughts on this. Johnny Manziel, yes. Johnny Manziel says he has he he's been diagnosed bipolar and he's taking the medication. Should 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 this even be a story? Should this be a thing for for sports media? I mean, just for sports media fans, all of us. Well, like, we, I mean, should, I mean should I'm we pretty care? sure Johnny Manziel hasn't been the first guy diagnosed bipolar. We know Brandon Marshall has been one of those guys that's been right. adamant about mental health in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he's mm-hmm. kind of made a stand. He had some issues earlier, but he seemed to turn his around. Like, jo- Johnny Manziel, do we be- do we believe it? First of all, let me start there. Well, here's the dangerous thing. You, you don't want to come out and be like, I don't believe this, I don't believe that, because... Then you'll get attacked by the people who, you know, who want to bring awareness to mental health. Mental health is definitely something that's real. It affects a lot of people. Whether or not it affects Johnny Manziel, I don't have any proof, you know, one way or the other. So I'm not going to go that route. What I'm going to say is, I think some of the biggest issues that Johnny suffered with, some of the biggest reasons why he's no longer in the league has nothing to do with his mental health. Now, I'm going to assume he's talking about some of these incidents with the law. It was just a year ago, I think he was guilty of. Allegedly open hand hitting a female and, and dragging her by her hair and throwing all that other crap. Yeah, but I mean, that was a year ago. He was already out the league. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
like maybe not studying the playbook and being at the club all the time. To me, that don't sound like bipolar stuff right there. That just sound like I don't take this serious. Maybe I'm a little entitled. I think I'm better than everybody else. I think I'm Booby Miles in the movie Friday Night. This is God-given. I ain't got to put the work in. So mm -hmm. I feel like the biggest thing that, that hurt him on his growth or his journey or whatever you want to call it was his own self-entitlement. Self he felt like mm -hmm. he was supposed to get all these passages. And, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, if you're asking should we care, I don't. Okay. I mean, now, I'm not going to say that Johnny don't deserve another chance. I mean, I don't even know. Is this Johnny's second chance? Like, he may have already had his second chance. Because he was wilding out in college. He's already had a few sure. chances. But, I mean, you know, a lot of people don't get as many chances as Johnny has already gotten. So, if he makes his way back to the league and he still got the skill, you know fans. Like, we'll come back in droves. That's what we do. But in the meantime, like you said, this is a PR move to me right now. And I could not care less. I couldn't. Uh, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in agreement with you. And I just want to say this. Um, we don't give other players... We don't give other players the benefit of the doubt. We don't know what a lot of players be going through. Deal with. You know, what they be going through, deal with. Even even, mm -hmm. even personally, like within their family. We just we just mm -hmm. only really care about, I'm going to say most people, only really care about what the player, ha the effect they have on the team playing. So yep. we don't give other players the benefit of the doubt and be like, oh, I've seen people saying, oh, well, this will explain a lot. If Johnny is bipolar, then... You know, this would explain a lot. He should absolutely get another chance. We don't know what Vince Young was going through. He got right. pretty he's and he's been adamantly stating, I'm gonna come back to the league. And I mean, Vince Young has been non existent. We don't know what type yeah. of mental health or mental issues he's been dealing with. And more nine times out of ten, most people don't care. They don't care. So I, right. I feel like Johnny we giving Johnny Manziel the benefit of the doubt that he is telling the truth. We will hope. We would hope that somebody wouldn't lie about something as serious as mental health, being bipolar, or not being bipolar. We would hope that he wouldn't lie about that. But I feel right. I feel like it's more of a ploy now because allegedly, I'm doing quote fingers, allegedly, he's not, he's stopped drinking. He's been sober. He's trying to get back in the league. I hope this isn't just a ploy to get his ass back in the league because it's... it's it's real people out there suffering with this real issue and it affects yep. many people that that's really yep. having trouble dealing with this. So I hope he wouldn't use being bipolar as, as, as a wanting to guilt trip people and being like, okay, he has bipolar. Let's give him another, you know, he's bipolar. Let's give him another chance. I hope he's not using right. it for that. I'm, I'm going to say if, if he's been diagnosed allegedly and he's taking the medication that he does have it, but I don't think that should be a reason that a team be like, okay, let's give him a shot because we know this. If if mm -hmm. if he if you want to try him out, try him out. If you if he's good enough to play on your team, let him play. And hopefully he doesn't mess up because, like you said, we on like chance three right now. So I mean, yeah, it was, at least that was part that was part of the reason why he slipped in the draft. It was, I yep. mean, Johnny Manziel, get you, we've been telling Johnny for about what three four years, get your shit together, get so, together right. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, my mom got this saying that I like. She says, uh, one of the reasons why you're supposed to treat everybody with respect when you're out in life is because every single person you walk by, they're dealing mm -hmm. with some war or some battle you don't know anything about. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Like, even people we walk by in everyday life, we don't know what they're dealing with. They turn around and do some crazy shit. They're not going to be treated any differently. You know, like, after the fact, they can't come back and be like, look, I was wilding out. 
Cause I just found out I was I was dealing with bipolar. It's not gonna change the way they looked at. So that's right. If Johnny playing ball and he's staying out of trouble, I ain't got a problem with him getting another chance. But me neither. Am I instantly back on the Johnny Manziel bandwagon because he? Nah, not at all. Me uh, let's move forward, bro. Since you want to start it. this show in the NFL, I got some news that I think you're gonna be hype about. I think the listeners are gonna be hype about. Okay. And look, this happened right around the time we was recording last week's show, so it possibly could have snuck in last week's show. But since it didn't. We got it this week, man. Some big names just made it in the Canton, Ohio, the NFL Hall of Fame. Look, man, people was turning on the waterworks. I got a chance to see Randy Moss shed some tears, man. Mm-hmm. Randy Moss, Mr. Straight Cash, homie, was crying. Mm-hmm. Look, it was dope, man. So, the parents, I know you got the names. I only know a few people. You know, it's only a few of them that I really care about like that. But some big names just got into the NFL Hall of Fame. I know you got the names, but... Do you feel like anybody was snubbed, and how do you feel about those that got in? I don't feel anybody was snubbed. I feel, you know, notable notable names are Brian Dawkins, Ray Lewis, Randy, Randy Moss. Moss. Ter- Terrell Owens finally got hey. in. He should have hey. been a first ballot, in my opinion. We talked about that Agreed. numerous times mm-hmm. on this show about him being snubbed. And Brian Erlacher got in. I, I, I'm not going to front. I'm not going to front. I asked Spade off camera. I said... Brian Urlacher, well, I mean, was he really that amazing to be? If I'm not mistaken, somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Somebody will be in that comment section. Like, well, this is his second time, but I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, I think he was inducted as a first ballot Hall of Famer. And I, got, I asked Faye, like, Brian Urlacher, first ballot? Uh, I don't know about that. Like, I, I don't know if I could be wrong. And somebody, I'm not throwing no shade. I like Brian Urlacher. I don't know if he literally change the Bears culture like a Ray Lewis changed the Ravens. I don't know. I I might with him being a Hall of Famer. I just don't know about him coming in on his first go round. I don't know. So I, a I bad did spade about that off camera. Randy Moss yeah. definitely a Hall of Famer. But it's funny. I'ma say this Spade like people I don't want to throw sh- shade on these guys going to the Hall of Fame. But it's funny. When the NFL was talking about Randy Moss, they showed Randy Moss with the Vikings. They showed Randy Moss with the Patriots. They they must have forgot about them damn Raider Raider days. Days. The Raider Raider days. He play when he want to play. And I'm going to say this, and I, I want to say this, and it's like I said, there's no shade, but Randy Moss went in as a first ballot, and I think T.O. deserved to go in as a first ballot. But the same problems that people, the same problem people had with T.O., you can say that about Randy Moss. Randy Moss mm-hmm. went to the Raiders and said, I play when I want to, and I know mm-hmm. people going to, you know, I know people going to say Terrell Owens, he pretty much, uh, uh, Blew up say every was a damn team camp. he was on. That's what yep. they're going to say. He like had issues with every team he was on. But Randy Moss, I mean, he had some issues with men in Minnesota. You know, pulling down the pants. Uh, Raiders, we don't we don't even remember Raiders. Randy Moss, we don't remember that guy. And something got Randy Moss up out of New England. What got Randy Moss out of New England after having that big year? They had a big year, went undefeated, went to the Super Bowl, and something didn't work out. Randy Moss didn't want to leave, but New England was like. Eh. We've had enough mm-hmm. of Randy Moss, and they let him go. I'm just saying. I, I definitely think all these guys deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm just saying, if you want to punish T.O. for something, then why not punish Randy Moss? It's because people like Randy Moss, and people don't like T.O. I was T. just about to That's say, Moss, Moss was just more likable. But at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that we always said on this show is, like, getting into the Hall of Fame, it shouldn't have anything to do with your personality and whether or not you're likable and how many friends you got. Let's not take it back to high school and make it class president and make it a damn popularity contest. If you went right. out there and you did work and you got the numbers, put them in there. Stop playing. It's not a game. 
I agree. Yeah, man. Uh, your boy Erlocker was the real deal, though. I know you was asking, was Erlocker really that dude? Erlocker was that dude, bro. I mean, I always kind of, I always kind of felt some kind of way because this guy went from like safety to back. Like Erlocker, that's not, that's not it. That's not it. He I was, was that just dude. Act, he, he was. He was. Okay, he was. You yeah, ready to move on? Yeah, we we can move forward. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to say Ray Lewis, right? Did you say Ray Lewis? I mean, we already know. Come on, Spade. It's Ray Lewis. Come on. I'm just making sure you gave Ray his props. Spade is Ray Lewis. He's a. Well, they got to. I'm going to tell you do what I they got to do. Do I need to do the thing here? I'm going to know in the house. Babe, do I need I'm gonna to do tell that? you what they got to do, bro. They got to put a minute restriction on Ray Lewis' speech. We don't want to. He's going to take us to better. church. He's going to take us to church. better. <laughs> yeah, so. Because Ray about to go got, in there and talk forever. Yeah, he is, man. Like I already know a guy. Ray Lewis probably going to go last. He's probably going to go last. I'm just making sure you said Ray Lewis, bro. We can go bro, ahead and move forward. We know he went to, to the. We know he's a hurricane. Ray Lewis was amazing. He was amazing. I didn't even know that. This is news. Probably. To me. I, I don't. Spade. Can we argue? Can Can you argue Ray Lewis being the best back of all time? I don't think so. You, huh? I said, can, can anybody argue Ray Lewis not being the best back of all time? Oh, I thought you were saying you couldn't argue him being the best metal back. No, 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 of no, all no, 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 no. I'm saying he is. He's can good. anybody argue that he's not? Let me rephrase. Uh, you can make the argument. I mean, you know, we some younger guys when it comes to like the Dick Buckus era and stuff okay. like that. So I mean, I, I mean, don't back know. Then, I ain't really... Back then, they was killing folks with leather helmets. I mean, <laughs> Dick Buckus definitely did not have a leather helmet. But <laughs> I yes, mean... I get your point. <laughs> but now Ray, uh, yeah, I don't know how. Even if you don't have Ray being the greatest middle backer of all time, if he ain't in your discussion, then you probably just got a problem with Ray Lewis. And I mean, the more he talked, the more I could understand you like having a, a problem. Is other guy another guy like Mike Singletary? Maybe like Mike Singletary was. A but beast. you know what's crazy? Mike Singletary, right. his name never gets mentioned in that doggone debate, which bothers me because Singletary was a stud. But when yeah, they, people talk greatest backers, greatest middle backers of all time, rarely do you hear Mike Singletary's name come up. That's true. And the crazy thing is. They dare say, dare say, Dick Buckets. Oh, we hear an mm-hmm. older name like a Ray Nitschke, like guys like that. Yep. We yep. don't really. You right. You we don't really hear Mike Singletary, but everybody that seen Mike Singletary, we know how relentless, especially at his size too. He was amazing. Yeah, man. Them damn eyes, amazing. bro. The way them, he used to eyes. sit back there, and them eyes be darting around the field. That's right, yeah, man. One of one of the best one of the best little clips that the NFL Network and when they doing NFL films, they always show you hear. Uh, you hear Mike Singletary like, I like this kind of party. <laughs> yeah. Mike was a he was a real one, man. Yeah, he was. But the Mike today, let's backer. move on. I'm gonna have some fun. We in the NFL. Wanna have All some right. fun. Wanna introduce something new we're gonna do yes. it. Now I know I usually do a mock draft right before the draft, and I'm still gonna do that. But we're gonna have some fun up until that time space or what 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 did we say we was gonna call this, babe? What we gonna call this? GM I mean, hat or something? Yeah, yeah. Rock the GM hat for a minute, man. Okay, but well, if you guys didn't know, the Browns have the number one pick in the draft again, again. Cleveland. But not only that, Woo. not only that, they have another. They have a top four pick. They got another. They got a first and the fourth pick. They have two yes. picks in the top five picks. The Browns, yeah. and they got yeah. the, the they got the number four pick from the Texans. So Spade, mm-hmm. yes, I gotta ask you because I've been hearing numerous things. If you guys didn't know, it was a big debate on NFL Network. About what should what the Browns should do with number one and number four? I heard people saying uh, they should take Barkley, Saquon Barkley number one. That they they must take one of these quarterbacks number one. 
space. I heard people saying they should take the quarterback number one and Barkley number four. I'm asking you, put on your put on your GM hat. You are the GM of the Browns. You have two picks in the first five. What yes. should you? What should the Browns do? And what would you do with them two picks? All right, this should be fun. You ain't really gonna like this, Cleveland Browns fans. You're welcome, cause I'm about to set y'all franchise on Save fire. Save the franchise, y'all. Need help. Save them. Save them. First of all, before I go on my picks, let me talk a little bit about what they did last year. You good with that, okay. Lafayette? Okay. Last year, man, they came out the gate and they took Miles Garrett at defensive end. This yep. dude right here was projected to be like a Amazing. game changer. Yeah. He now he was kind of he took some negative grades because apparently he's a little different. I don't know mm-hmm. why that matters, but for what it's worth, they said that. They came back and threw in Jabril Peppers, who I guess the the first comparison that comes to mind is Dion Buchanan, a guy who can play safety, can play backer. You can kind of move him around. He can impact the game in various ways. Came back and made probably the smartest pick of the draft. They took a, a stud at tight end, David Njoku, mm-hmm. out of the University of Miami. Then they came back and got Deshaun Kaiser at quarterback, even though his head coach, Brian Kelly, said he wasn't ready for the league. I don't know how I feel about that. And they did some other things. All right? I just want to talk on those right there. Now, they took a defensive tackle in round three, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going that deep. Mm-hmm. What I'm getting at is I feel like the Browns made a lot of leeway on the defensive side of the ball. I know they didn't have the offensive season that they wanted to, but the notion that they wanted to just go in on offense and and possibly take Saquon Barkley blows my mind. I would not touch Saquon Barkley. I wouldn't. Hold on, Browns. I got y'all. For one, you got two really good backs. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they have injury issues. Hold on. Hold on. I mean, you can, but I'm the GM. It could possibly cost you your job, but go ahead. Okay. Fire I'm the just, hell out you of said it. you would not take Saquon Barkley. Is that because you don't Absolutely like him? Absolutely not. I, it's not that I don't like him. I think Saquon's okay. a stud. I think in the right system, he's going to be a, a great pro. But, I mean, it's the people that say take best available, and I understand that. But I believe you feel holes, especially when you started to work on something, and they started mm-hmm. to work on the defense. The Paris probably ain't going to like this, okay? All right, you ready for this? I'm listening. I like what they're doing on the defensive end. Now, for those of you that don't know, they did lose. Even though he was older, losing a step, he still was an OG, and he was like the veteran of that defense. And I'm talking about the cornerback. I'm having a brain fart. Help me out. Hayden. Who? Hayden. Joe Hayden. They lost Joe Hayden. That secondary needs a little bit of help. They're young. They're inexperienced. And it's some people there, but I wouldn't go for a DB at number one. But you know, we've said this a lot of times on this show. You know what helps a young, inexperienced secondary. A hell of a pass rush. Mm-hmm. You don't believe me? Go go down there in Florida. Go look at what they did in Jacksonville, the way they mm-hmm. built that defense and how that thing came together and got those guys far in the playoffs. You know Spade. what? With the first Spade. pick of the draft. No, no. I'm doing it. Wait, I'm wait, drafting. Spade. You called them Jacksonville. I'm on the clock. That, that's not it? It's Saxonville. It's, oh, it's Saxonville. That's how much they get I'm out of the class around here. I'm on the clock. With the first okay. pick of the 2018 NFL <laughs> draft, the Cleveland Browns take Bradley Chubb, defensive end mm. out of NC mm. State. That's what I do right there. Mm. That's what I do. Okay. And then look, first of all, you taking him, that's throwing everybody for a loop. Everybody's looking okay. like, whoa, whoa. Y'all don't want Sam Darnold? It's, Y'all it's don't want to the draft all up because everybody expects to take a I jacked it up already. You done jacked, I done jacked it, it all up. Now, I don't know what the Giants going to do. It, <laughs> If, if I'm the Giants, I know we're going to do this later, but a lot of people... No, don't don't, don't Giants speak on the Giants. QB. Don't speak on the Giants. All right, I won't speak that's on the Giants. That's why I'm interrupting. Don't speak on the Giants. Right. Giants, they go up, do whatever. Colts mm-hmm. go up, do whatever. 
Okay. I'm back on the clock. You know what I do at four? What you do at I four? I take I take Minka Fitzpatrick, the best defensive back mm. in the draft. I take him at four. You know what I did? On offense, did we get much better? Yeah, we kind of did because now we got Flash Gordon, who who actually showed signs in the second he half did. of the season once he was reinstated. We he got did. him. He's going to get a full training camp. He's going to actually get into shape. He's going to get some reps in with Kaiser. I'm coming to Kaiser. I'm putting my hands on his shoulder pads. I'm saying, Deshaun, you're going to be all right. You're going to be all right because we're not going to scheme for you to go out there and have to win games for us. It's mm-hmm. okay to be checked down, Charlie. You can be a game manager. You're young. You're going to get it figured out. First thing I'm going to do is I'm going to start Duke Johnson, who led the team in receiving. We're going to start Duke Johnson at running back. Don't worry about it, Crowell. You're still going to get your reps. Relax. And we're going to actually incorporate Njoku into the passing offense. And the offense is going to be okay. All I need from them is 14 points a game, maybe. Maybe 10. The rest of it, this defense is going to be on people's ass like back pockets. <laughs> Cleveland, I just fixed them. Somebody hire me. Cleveland, I'm available. My business email is in the description. Now, LaParis, I don't know if you want to follow what I just did because I really just saved them. But if you think you could possibly do better, you're on the clock, bro. I'm sorry. Uh, Spade, I have no yeah. problem with what you did. And the crazy Nobody thing does. Is, I'm going to tell you, the crazy thing is, it's going to be people in there and was like, this, 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 in this comment section and tweeting us, and they're going to say, you know what? This is what makes our show us. This is why it's so amazing. Because... We go, we go against the grain in every, every mock draft I've been looking at. Browns take Barkley. Browns take, Browns take a QB. Uh, mm-hmm. Even at one and four, it's a, it's a long draft. It's seven rounds of this thing. It's yeah, seven rounds of this thing. You want to know what else, Spade? It's, Spade, I'm, I'm going to say it on screen. And I don't, I don't agree with it, man. You had this talk off camera a while ago about Kaiser. I don't think they gave Kaiser a fair shot. You look at the weapon. I'm, I'm real big about... Look at looking at the team as a whole. Now the Browns, they have a, in my opinion, they have a solid. I ain't saying this offensive line is so amazing, but they have a solid offensive line. I know they lost Joe Thomas to injury, and that's going to hurt. We hope Joe Thomas come back and be the stud he was, because Joe Thomas right. is a, a perennial uh, pro Iron bowler. Man too. He's yeah, a man. perennial pro bowler, arguably a, a top uh, tackle in, a top left tackle in his league. I don't feel like they yeah. gave Kaiser a fair shake. But I told you, Spade, off camera, I said, I think the Browns are done with Kaiser. He didn't have a good year uh, last year, but in my opinion, he didn't have weapons. Josh Gordon came back. They uh, uh, Coleman been in and out of the lineup. I, I love mm-hmm. Duke Johnson. I love Crowell, but both of those guys be hurt. They done turned Njoku into a blocking tight end. I don't know why they won't throw that guy the ball. I don't know why they won't throw him the ball. I don't know why. But they turned him to a blocking tight end when he was an all-world weapon in Miami. And Miami... I hate to say it, but they are tight in you. They they put tight ends in the league. And every tight end that's come from Miami, don't hate these dudes have been it, amazing. Speak them facts. Don't hate to say the truth. So I don't I don't understand why. I seen a, I seen I'm not sold, and I know people are gonna get in this comment section and be like, but XYZ, I don't care. I'm not sold on none of these QBs coming out. None of them. None of them. And I know somebody's gonna be like, well, what about Lamar Jackson? Ain't no nobody's talking about Lamar Jackson. So we expect him to go two or three or four in the draft. Like down rounds, I'm talking about. Second round, third round, fourth round, maybe fifth round in the draft. And I'm saying, you you may slip up and 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 pick some pick pick a guy. You may slip and pick a guy. They get they 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 love Don, Donald. They love Rosen. They love uh what's my man from um Wyoming? I can't think of his name. 
They love the kid from Wyoming. Uh, I think it's Josh Allen, ain't it? The Allen. They love Allen. I'm not sold on none of those guys. So, Spade, I, the crazy thing is I don't have a problem with going down there and building that defense. You look, you you had a, you got miles. What, what if you you got a defensive tackle last year? What if you put a guy like Chubb on the other side? And then and now not only can you – Jacksonville, these dudes interchange. I think the only guy that played a ton of snaps was Calais Campbell, who they got in free agency. But them other guys are in and out of the lineup. Everybody, mm-hmm. 10 sacks, 8 sacks, 7 sacks. A bunch of guys are interchangeable. What if you get – Spade, they got, they got Jamie Collins. I don't know if they're going to bring Jamie Collins back, but they got Jamie Collins. You, you add a DB – that you let you know a guy that's reportedly I'm doing quote fingers over here reportedly the top DB in the draft you add that guy mm-hmm. it's reported that it's reported that the Colts will take Chubb so not only do you take Chubb number one who who who's going to get after the quarterback you you got Miles you drafted a defensive tackle the the Browns if guys didn't know I'm I'm saying it I'm telling you they had one of the top rush defenses already this year yep. they had one of the yep. top Rush defenses. You had a guy that can yep. get after the quarterback to go along with a full a full year miles because miles started off he was hurt he was yep. hurt early. Mm-hmm. You 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 get you get Jabril Peppers another year. You get you get some DBs. I'm telling you, they can they can turn this thing around, Spade. But I think yep. keep chain keep you keep a revolving door at that quarterback position the way they the way they've been doing. I mean they they. Over the past twenty years, they probably had thirty quarterbacks. This shit is insane. It's insane. Yeah. And let's say let's say you take one of these quarterbacks. What if he don't work out? What if he's another Tim Couch? Well, I mean, come on, come on. You add some. You add some weapons. I don't feel like they gave Kaiser a fair shot. You add some better weapons. I can see the Browns if they build it right. I can see them turning this thing around. And, and turning this thing around may not be a playoff berth. It may be eight and eight. But for the Browns, when you've been going winless, that's a plus. That's the that's going in the right direction, in my opinion. Now let me ask you this. Go ahead. Now they got Emmanuel Akba on one end, they got Garrett on the other end. Do you feel like it's a situation where they feel like I know Garrett probably can't play inside? You think Akba could play inside, or you think I, I, Chubb could? Or is it a situation just, where they go? What I'm saying, ah, I like what I, we got. And I on like Akba too, Spade. I like that kid. I'm just saying. What's wrong with having an interchange? Everybody fresh. Everybody. Jacksonville interchange exactly. them dudes. Exactly. They interchange them and dudes. And you can move these dudes around, too. You can uh, move them around. I'm not saying make them an inside interior. Yeah, man. Come That's on, what man. I'm saying. Come yep. on. I, the, I, I think, think I just I, saved in my Browns fans, I know it's three of y'all. <laughs> I think Mutt Guru is like one of them. Yeah, Mutt Guru. So, Browns fans, if, if you out there. Let me know, man. Do y'all want them to take another quarterback? If Spade, if you want, if let me tell you what I would do. If you was wanted to go quarterback, I would rather I would rather get one of these free agent guys, man. I would, cause it looks like they don't like Kaiser. So I would rather go free agent, a uh, Kirk Cousins, AJ McCarron. I would rather go mm. one of those guys than go get a, a rookie QB. I don't know. That's me. I'm not mm. so, but. They they may be high higher on these guys than I am, but I'm not sold on none of these guys. They're expecting to go in the in the first round. I feel you. I feel you. Kirk gonna cost whoever touch him. It's gonna I mean, cost they you. Might, I'd rather you pay Kirk Cousins than have to go back to the drawing board in two years when whoever you draft don't pan out. I mean, I feel you. Ain't no guarantees either way. But I I'm with you. 
I mean, at least we've seen you. Kirk. We've seen Kirk. You get Kirk or Josh Gordon. And one thing we know about Kirk Cousins, he love the tight end. So when Joku finna eat. You ain't never lied. So and Joku better get ready because you getting, you getting targeted a lot. I think exactly. Njoku only was targeted like 58 times all the last season. Which is like they had weapons. Crazy. You only get that kind of ball. team with an inexperienced quarterback. No, those was targets. He only had about 30-something catches. And it was only targeted because like they act like they had other weapons. Like Josh Gordon came at the end of the year. What other weapons you had? Corey Coleman was Duke in Johnson. and out of the lineup. Duke. Yeah, Duke. Yeah, yeah. That clearly, was Duke, Duke. Damn, they had 100 right. catches. Come on, right. man. Crazy. Shit. We can move on, bro. I just want to know, Browns fans, talk to me in the comment section. Let me know. what The Browns have two picks in the first four. What should the Browns do? They cannot mess this up again. They can't. They can. But I mean, they can. They don't. I'm just saying. Hugh. Hugh, we hope they, they, they don't for your gonna, sake, Hugh. Because yeah, if they do, you out the job again, man. And then it's going to be, it's a revolving door. And that's why they're the, they're the Cleveland Browns. That's the reason. Absolutely right. Enough of this. Let's go talk about the NBA. We'll, we'll talk, talk Giants next week. We'll talk Giants next week. Maybe. We will. We might not. Because right now we're talking about the association. This <clears throat> NBA All-Star Weekend, man. And I'm going to tell you something. The parents tell y'all he hates the Pro Bowl. We don't even know what the hell happened at the uh, Major League Baseball All-Star Game. We don't know. <laughs> but you know who got a pretty lit All-Star Festivity Field Weekend? The association. What do can they? I say, man? Yes. Yes, they do. And in case you missed it last night, LaParis, I'm here to recap what went down. First of all, the NBA celebrity game happened and with stars all over the place. It was a star-studded affair. The MVP trophy was taken home by Atlanta's own Quavo of the Migos. He had 19 points out there. The boy was 7 of 10 from the field. He had a Euro. You know, if somebody Euro, I'm instantly a fan. He had a Euro and he had a block. He had a Dikembe Mutombo-inspired block out of bounds. Now, also, last night, we had the USA versus the world, which I think is the new name for the Rising Stars, which is the new name for the rookie versus sophomore. Mm -hmm. This thing changed name so much. I don't know if it committed a crime and is hiding somebody or what. I don't know. But last night, we did have the NBA versus the world. I mean, the USA versus the world was a very high-scoring affair. These teams damn near put up 300, 22 of them. So defense still ain't the move. The Paris, how excited were you last night when these festivities was happening? Go. I mean, MVP, I watched the game and, you know. Uh, you was hype. Buddy Hill, Buddy Hill came out at halftime and said, well, we knew the USA was going to be uh, prima donnas and they was going to try and showboat and stuff. We was coming out here to win. And I'm, I said to myself, if the USA don't get their shit together, they out here getting smacked. And they didn't. Got, and they got smacked. They really did. And, um. The USA man, they shot terrible from three, and um, mm-hmm. the 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 not the not the world. I was about to the say the world. USA, the world. They was mm-hmm. out there shooting threes like out the wazoo, and I was like, "Good God, yeah, good man. God!" But I mean, three ball is it, king. It was good to see these young guys. You know what's the name? Uh, Dennis Smith kind of put on the show. Uh, did a couple. Really? Well, I don't want to say put on a show. He did a couple of dunks. You know, getting ah. people ready for the dunk contest, and so did Donovan Mitchell. Space, so I guess in that aspect, for the fans, it, it was a nice, it was a nice showing. But I would have wish, I wish it would have been a little bit more competitive, in my in my opinion. I don't have a problem. It would have been it. competitive. It, it ain't the world fault that the USA team well, can't shoot true. threes. Look, let me tell you, the difference in this game was definitely three point ball. The world team attempted fifty six threes and Ooh. shot over forty percent from beyond the arc. 
The USA team attempted 40, but only was able to shoot 27.5%. We'll round mm. it up for y'all. 28% from beyond the arc. That's the difference maker. However, you got to, man, Jalen Brown, I'm telling you, it's something about this dude I like. He got that. Look, when he first came into the league, he had a quote about him not being afraid of LeBron. I mean, he, mm. he got his ass kicked by LeBron. But I like this kid, bro. I like his game. He got this fighter thing in him. I like it. He was really the long, bright spot. Him and Kyle Kuzma were the long, bright spots for uh, the USA team. Jalen Brown had 35 big ones. He was the high scorer of the night. Kuzma only played 19 minutes to score 20 points off the bench, so he definitely was hooping. And in case y'all didn't know, man, my boy Buddy Hill, who LaPaz keeps telling me, Buddy Hill ain't it, Buddy Hill ain't it. Boom, Buddy Hill went out there and gave him 29 last night. Buddy, you on your way. You on I mean, your way, boy. I mean, it, it showed it showed that it's a lot of young talent in the league, and the crazy thing it is, we got a lot to look forward to because this they saying that this is the most prominent draft class in a long time. So that's coming into the league. So we got we got mm -hmm. a lot of young talent that's going to be in the league. But let me ask you, Spade. Then we can you know yes. talk about other things going on in the All Star Weekend. Um, should yes. they go back to the rookie sophomore format? Uh, no. I, I want to say, say no, too. After the USA got smacked like this, they got to redeem themselves. Come and on. See, and that's what I was going to say. Like, I feel like this way right here give you something to fight for. Like, if you ain't embarrassed, not only did you lose, not only did y'all, you know, kind of embarrass yourself in the game because y'all can't shoot with a lick, but Buddy Hill came out at the half and said, he knew y'all was grass because y'all prima donnas. Y'all thank y'all yeah. all that. That's, that's what the game needs. You need a they reason. Do. You need to be looking for. Look, the incoming rookies need to be like, shit, that ain't going to happen to us. Word. I'm not getting out. I'm, finna, I'm not going to go out there and get that now work. Now you getting to, me excited, bro. Now I'm excited. Because last night I was like, The association Ooh. gets it. NBA, yeah. we here. Y'all get it. Y'all get it. Y'all like this format, bro. I like it. But knowing the NBA, this junk could be called something else next year. That's what they do. Bro, it's in a witness protection program. This <laughs> This clearly. game is clearly committed to crime. It's some <laughs> more uh, activities, uh, festivities, should I say, going on this weekend. LaParis, let me get your predictions. Three-point contest. I don't know if you know who in it. Let me look it up right quick. I, 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 let me start with the dunk contest because I got that right here. So, dunk contest. Oh, Victor Oladipo, Larry Nance, mm -hmm. Dennis Smith Jr., Donovan Mitchell. Spade, who's your guy? Probably Nance. That boy can fly and his, his pops won one. I'm, it's in his bloodline. It's in his DNA. I'm going to tell you what. Part of me wanted to be Dennis Smith or Donovan Mitchell. Those dudes, right? I am oh, a Donovan bounce. Mitchell fan. I really want Donovan Mitchell to win this thing. I am a Donovan Mitchell fan. I like what? this kid. I like wow. this kid. Bro, I when I was Donovan telling Mitchell you. to win this thing. Wow. Now he a I fan, y'all. Wow. I, I am. What you mean now? Yeah. He a rookie. I've been telling you about this kid since the summer league. I was there. I hung out You've been with telling him. me about Buddy Hill, too. That hasn't panned out. It panned out last night. Buddy Hill not only was the, <laughs> Every, the high score for his team, broke clock, he gave bro. Everything was right last night. Wow. Uh, three-point contest, who you like, bro? Let me see who we got in that three-point contest. Who we got? Let me look. Your boy quick. Clay in it. Okay, we got Clay. Okay, we got Clay, uh, Devin Booker, mm -hmm. uh, Ellen, Wayne Ellington from Miami, Paul Wayne. George Bradley. Yeah, Paul George, Bradley Bell, Tobias Harris, Kyle Lowry, and Eric Gordon. Tobias Harris? Yeah, Tobias Harris is in it. Why the hell did Tobias Harris get in this? What were you thinking, Tobias? Uh, Spade, I want to say, I want to say that. I think a guy like a, 
I think a guy like an Eric Gordon could possibly sleep. I mean, you got to always say, if Clay get hot, game over. If Clay is flame on, it's game over. But I think a right. guy like Eric Gordon could sneak sneak in there, possibly win this thing. I also give a little notch to Devin Booker. But if I had to choose one of these guys, which you're making me do, I'm leaning Clay. I'm leaning Clay Thompson. I'm gonna tell you what's weird. The fanmanship and me want to say Wayne Ellington, but okay. look, last year EG damn near won this guy, and I think EG won it. So I, I look, I'm putting my money on EG. If I got a bet, Eric Gordon gonna bring this thing home, and if you don't, you better watch Wayne Ellington. I got. I don't you, know man. if Wayne Ellington is a set shot guy. It's a lot, of, a lot of time when I watch the Heat games, and I'm gonna spend a lot of time on this, but a lot of time when I watch the Heat games, I see him coming off these screens and he just jacking. Like off a screen. Why you don't want to spend a lot of time on it since we talking about a Heat player? Hmm? I mean, because it's a Heat player. I'm just saying, am I right or am I wrong? Is he a stationary? Nah, you're right. I mean, I'm just, I think this is more more suited for a guy that's like stationary, like a Clay, like a uh, Eric Gordon, guys like that. And it's been proven that it's better for a guy that that damn near have a set shot. Somebody yeah. who don't have a lot of lift on their jumper because what happens is as you continue your way around the arc, that fatigue set in yeah. and you start to taper off. So a guy that kind of got an effortless stroke, don't really leave much space off the ground when he jumps, those are the guys that you traditionally see do a whole lot better in these contests. So uh, EG gets my bet. Okay, I, we'll I, I'm not mad at that. Um, you want to talk about the... Skills challenge. I know it's been some notable bigs that's been winning this thing. I think a big one in like probably the last two or three years, if I'm not mistaken. I know somebody correct me in the com- in the in the um comment section. But um Joel Embiid is in it. Joel Embiid, Spencer Dinwiddie, Al Horford, my dude Laurie, Mark Hainan, Buddy Hill is in it, your boy. Jamal hey. Murray. Uh well Chris Taps was in it, but he's not gonna participate. We know he's injured. Andre Drummond, which is weird to me, and Lou Williams. Uh, I'm looking at Lou, a uh, buddy, to, to win this thing right here. I don't understand how Joel Embiid is in this because his whole life is a minute restriction. So I kind of <laughs> feel like halfway through the contest, they're going to bring him off. He's going to get subbed out halfway through the routine because he's going to be over his minutes. He only what, played man, like I'm nine le- minutes. I'm in leaning this game Embiid, bro. I'm leaning Stop. Embiid. I am. Over Lou Will. I th- Spade, Carl Anthony Towns, if I'm not mistaken, won it last year. Was Lou Will in it last year? No. No. But I, I don't know, in it last I don't know year. if Lou Will no. is, You know, you got to do that bounce pass. You got to dribble through. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. You got to make a chest pass, Bro. if I'm not mistaken. I, Lou Will ain't used to oh. passing. Wow. That's Lou Will be jacking out there. I'm leaving. You heard it here first. My sleeper. You heard it here first. My sleeper is. That's not your sleeper. That's your pick. That's who you're no. picking. That's no. not a sleeper. Jo- Joel Embiid is who I'm picking, but my sleeper. It's Spencer Dinwiddie. Cheeks. Oh. He is right. my sleeper. Spencer Dinwiddie. That's fine. I Ready gave you the two on? guys I got up there. Yeah, I guess. Association, you get it. You oh. guys know how to put on a show. <laughs> but Spencer, let's move on. Now, right, y'all know damn well I didn't want to talk this guy. Y'all know it. But he just finds himself in the news every week, every month. This guy's in there. And I'm talking about LeVar Ball. Mm-hmm. If you guys didn't know, LeVar Ball came out over this past week and said, when Lonzo Deal is up with the Lakers, if the Lakers don't sign Jello and Mello, 
then we go into the team that's going to take all three of them because both of these guys are going to be in the league and they all going to play together. And if the Lakers don't want to sign both of these guys, then Lonzo, Lonzo ain't going to sign back with the Lakers. Hey, talk to your stepfather. What's going on? LeVar, if you don't sit your $5 ass down. <laughs> God, bro. I like LeVar. LeVar's a genius. I cape for LeVar, but this you one do. right here, I don't like it. And I'm going to tell you why I don't like it. Don't ever, ever, ever think you're more valuable, uh, that you're bigger than the league, and these big old heads that actually write the checks out. You're right. not. We've seen people be blacklisted from this league before. They ain't forgot how to do it, fam. They still know how to blacklist people. Go ask Colin Kaepernick. They still know how to blacklist people. Don't get your son blacklisted. Look, man, if you get two out of three of your sons in the league, that's a win. That's 67%. That still puts you in the father of the year nominations. You're there. You don't have to be this asshole to try to get all three. And he don't even want all three in the league. He want them to be teammates. I feel like it's an unrealistic expectation. The uh, Well, I ain't even talking about Goron and Zoran. I'm talking about the other twins. You could talk the, about the Morris I mean, There's twins. been a ton of them. You could talk about Blake Griffin. You could talk about the Morris brothers. You could talk about Ed and Charles O'Bannon. Which one? No, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about in the NBA. All right, so the Morris twins was teammates for a little while. It didn't last. Uh, the Drogic brothers was... Um, they was teammates for a while in the league. It didn't last. It is not going to last. It's not going to work. And I'm not I'm not dumb enough to think that LeVar Ball can strong arm Magic Johnson and the Lakers into doing this. I, I, I really don't like it. LeVar, I'm going to need you to stop. You're going to... Don't, don't do this to your boy. Have a seat, man. And Have I'm a seat. tell you what the league will do, Spade. And I'm, I'm not saying this Black is what the league is Blacklisted shit out for. the ball, brothers. I'm going to tell you what they... They're... they're, they're they kick Lon they blacklist Lonzo, not because he's a bad player. It's because just to oh, yeah. prove a point to the father, you don't control this shit over here. So right. you know what? You and your other three sons go to Lithuania and they can be teammates over there. That's what they're gonna oh, yeah. do. Spay, I gotta ask you, like, should I hear a lot of people saying Lonzo ain't gonna say this and that to his father because he don't want to be disrespectful. But is it disrespect mm -hmm. when it, it can potentially hurt your career? You don't got to be like that. Shut your dumb ass up. You ain't got to say it like that. You could just be like, Pop, what is you doing? Like, what but are you, you know doing? But you know what you got to wonder? Go ahead. We always assume, as members of sports media, we assume that LeVar rules with an iron fist and he's forcing these boys to do this shit. What we got to wonder is if they on board with it. And that's, I'm telling you, Lonzo, point. if you are on board with it, this is something I, I urge you not to do. It is not going to go in your favor. I promise you. You ain't the first hooper that's had some brothers that that wanted to be in the league or wanted to be teammates with them. It's not going to go well for you, bro. And I, I like you. I like the whole family. But this one right here, this is a bad plan. And if I'm magic, before it's even contract renegotiation time, I'm not even talking to LeVar because he don't play for my organization. I don't Word. give a damn what he's saying. I'm bringing Lonzo into my office, and I'm like, Lonzo, I'm looking square in his face like this. Don't try this shit. It is not going to end well for you. I'm telling you just like this. I like you. You're the face of the franchise. I see you having a great, prosperous career here. Do not try this shit your father's talking about. Don't try me. Don't try my gangster, because I'm Irvin Magic Johnson, and I or, get your ass or, out of here. That's what I'm telling you today. Or you say, try me and see what happens. Oh, well, try me if you want and see what happens. I'm telling you, 
Because I'm talking respect, to him today, bro. I ain't even letting this brew. People respect Magic around this league. And if you don't think Magic can pick up that phone and say, look, this is what's going on. And people ain't going to be like, we got you, Magic. We got you. I'm a, I just I don't like it, man. And I, you, I don't like it, man. You got you, you, you're probably gonna have two sons in the league, bro. Just this is why I said you should have should have let the other kids stay at UCLA. You want to take them over there, to Lithuania? It's your choice. But sometimes you gotta let them. Maybe he would have got better being coached. I don't know, man. Lavar, I, I don't like it, and I'm telling you, you, my coach used to tell me all the time. He used to say, "Ain't nobody bigger than the program." And in this in this aspect, the program is the NBA. You're not bigger than the NBA. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and and it will not end well for that young man. And it's sad because it wouldn't even be his fault. It will be because they don't like his father. Yeah. You can move on, bro. I agree, bro. All right, man. In other royal news, this next topic right here I'm bringing to you guys kind of hits close to home with me. It's something that we've discussed on this show before. We did. And I, I, we had I different of opinions. Like we did, and I felt like it wasn't over. I, I felt like when we talked about it last time, it would not be our last time talking about it, and uh, we're back. So let me get to the point. I'm talking about Chris Bosh, who was recently on TV saying that he's in the gym. He still can play. He still has the, the desire to play. He wants to come back. It's not over for him, and he is open to the highest bidding contender. He wants to return. Now, LaParis, obviously, everybody's first question is, what about your blood clots? Are you healthy? What's the deal with that? And he's kind of got a quote here. He says, medicine is like law. I come to find out that it's very gray area. Some people say yes. Some people say no. The way he answered that question leads me to believe that he's still getting mixed reviews on his second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth opinion. Some folks are saying, hey, looks good. I mean, if you technically, if you don't have the blood clots, nobody can look at you and say, you're going to have blood clots. That's not the way they work. So... You kind of go, I think it's a risk. I think if you play again, they return. And then somebody probably goes, we have no way of knowing if they'll ever come back ever again. As of right now, you look good. You're healthy. Mm-hmm. But Paris, do you want to see Bosch back? And if so, where you got him? Me as a player. Uh, should I tell you the teams a... that? No, mind. Go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, he's got some teams here. His list, Rockets, Warriors, Raptors. Those are the top three teams on his list. Oh, Lord. Not the worries. Notice the Cavs was not there. Not the worries. Jesus. I, me as a fan, I would love to see Chris Bosh back on the court. But me as a adult, a grown man that's like, that's concerned about his wife, his family. And I'm pretty sure he... I'm, I, of course, I'm not more concerned about his family and wife and all that and his kids than more than he is, of course. But mm-hmm. I, I just don't want to see anything bad happen to the guy. So mm-hmm. if it's still 50-50 and it sounds like, you know, with what... How you, Responded to that question, it's still 50-50. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Mm. I, of course, I if he if he want to play, I I don't know if anybody would take a chance on him, man. But let's just say Chris Bosh do come back. If he was to pick a team, I would rather see him with the Rockets than the Warriors. I don't want him with the Warriors. Big facts. And Spade, we talked off camera, and I said. Why not, would he join the Cavs? Why not join the Cavs? Maybe maybe playing with LeBron is worse than what, what we think. Why why not add the Cavs? I damn sure don't want to see him with the Warriors. So if I had to pick a list maybe. from that team, I don't see the Raptors, even with Bosh, beating LeBron in the East. 
So I at least want him to be able to compete. And his best chance of competing would be with the Rockets. I think with a Chris Bosh, um, they I think they can potentially put up a fight if we get James the right James Harden in the playoffs. I feel like they can put up a fight against the Warriors, and that can be a seven-game series that can go either way. I do wow. not want him to join the Warriors. Please, Bosh. Wait, 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 wait. Go ahead. Hala, 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 hala. You said with Bosh, you think they could potentially put up a fight with the Warriors? Yes. Yeah. Well, let me tell you something. With Bosh, they get Golden State the hell up out of here. Oh, I don't they know, They might Spade. be better Come than on. Golden State Come today. On, they might be better than Golden State today. They might be better than Golden State today. Spade, I don't know. They might. I just think Golden State is bored. They, I think they at the dog days of the league. They at that, the dog days of the league schedule. And I think they like... Man, I really not. We we know we're gonna go to the playoffs. We already know. I think when them bright lights come on in the playoffs, I think they'll be ready. Now I know they've been struggling lately. I know they've been struggling lately. I think they are at that same spot when we look at LeBron. Like, what is LeBron doing? And you 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 notably because you the NBA guy on here. You tell me, man, LeBron don't care. He in the Eastern Conference. He already know what's up. And I think that's where the Warriors is at now. I, I do think the Rockets are good enough to compete right now. I do. But I think you add Bosch, I think it's a I think it can go either way. I think right now, mm. right now with the roster that the Rockets have now, I still pick the Warriors. I still pick them. All right, let me ask you this. Go let ahead. me ask you this. You got Chris Bosch. No, 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 no. Let me take him out the equation for a minute. Let me put him in the corner. You got Bosch in the corner. You got Trevor Reese in the other corner. Mm-hmm. You got James Harden saucing somebody up and he driving to the basket. And, and the defense crash on him. He could throw it to the right and hit a reason. He could throw it to the left and hit Bosh. If you the defense, who you afraid to leave? Bosh or a reason? Bosh. I'm not leaving Bosh. I'd rather leave a reason. Facts. I just feel like, look, let, let me get to that. First of all, let me talk about this 50-50 thing because I, I, I know that's the big one. Everybody is so concerned about Chris Bosh. And that's that's dope. That's they love. Nobody want to see nobody down the court, I understand bro. that. I understand that. But what, I, what I'm wondering is... Are people really that concerned with Bosch? Are they that concerned for Bosch? Or is it like they are they protecting themselves? Like I don't want to see a disaster, so I don't want to I don't want to see a disaster. Don't get me wrong. I don't want Chris Bosch to be hurt. I definitely don't want the worst. I don't even want to say it. I don't even want to speak the worst for Chris Bosch. But if it's 50-50, ain't that our odds anyway? That's our odds anyway. It's a 50-50 chance we don't wake up in the morning. That's true. We, tomorrow ain't promised to us. So That's if true. I'm Chris Bosh, if I got a 50-50 chance, I want to live my life, bro. And and that's that's always been my, I don't want anything bad to happen to Chris Bosh. Let me make sure I say that here. But I feel like if this man's passion is hooping, he got a 50-50 chance. Yeah, I, I'm hard-pressed to not let the guy play. Now, I do understand from the team's perspective do you want to pay this guy that possibly might not be able to perform? And they're not thinking about Chris Bosh going to get hurt or even worse. They're thinking Chris Bosh going to start playing. If the blood clots return, he's gone. And that's our cap. That's money we're paying to a guy who ain't here helping us. I'm not mm. saying they don't care about Bosh, but they are also paid to protect the bottom line. That's that's another part of their job description. Not just to be everybody's friend and, and be concerned about their well-being. They got to make sure that their money is going to productive members of the team. And I understand that. But I'm going to tell you this right here. Now, I am a Miami Heat fan. That's my squad. 
But I like what the Rockets are building, and y'all know I'm a James Harden fan. The Rockets was all in on Bosch anyway. If y'all don't remember, when LeBron James left Miami, the reason why Miami basically gave Chris Bosch LeBron's contract, they just whited out LeBron's name and wrote Chris Bosch down because they was about to lose Bosch to the Rockets. The Rockets was in on Bosch back then. And I think it was another time that the Rockets was also in on Bosch. So I think if Bosch was healthy and he lands on that Rockets team, whoa, I think they might be the best let team in add, the West. Let me ask you this, babe. You don't think sometimes somebody got to protect them players from themselves? It's been a lot of time players play. I know for a fact I played with a concussion. I know. Now I know. I didn't know then, but and now I know. But mm-hmm. you don't think sometimes you got to protect the player from himself? They go out there. They be like, "Yeah, I'm fine," just because they want. You know, that's what a that's what a player does. They they. You don't think sometimes you got to protect a uh, player from himself? I think I think at the high school level, I think at the collegiate level, when you're dealing with kids. Somebody else's job has to be to look out for their well-being. I think when you're talking about adults with wives and kids and financial responsibilities, I think it's your primary job to look after yourself. I tell you what, I tell you what, I I know what I do for a living. I know if I just stop uploading these videos, ain't nobody going to pop up at my house like Spade. Get up, get to work, get to this computer. They not. They going to be like, but I don't know what Spade doing. He he tripping. You my man, fifty well, grand. I'd be on your ass like back pocket. Yeah, but we brothers. Yeah, we brothers. But you think you think Pat Riley look at Chris Bosh like a brother? I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm just glad I'm. I'm glad I'm the guy that don't have to make that decision. That's a tough decision, man. It's a tough call. It's a I'm, tough I'm call either I'm way. The, I'm and I'm not I'm mad not at guy. anybody. Yeah, I'm not mad at anybody who say I don't want to see Bosh back. Like I don't want to see Bosh hurt. I don't want to see him back. It's just I, it's tough for me because I. It was a kid locally, and I'm not going to be too long on this. I don't know the kid personally. Uh, my kids knew him. They went to school with him, uh, you know, and he was a, a young basketball player. And allegedly, he found out that he had an enlarged heart. And they, they knew the risk. The doctors talked with him and his family. They told him the risk. And the kid ultimately made the decision that he wanted to play ball, and they lost the kid. You know, he played ball, and he ended up you know, passing away. And it was such a tragic story. And mm. everybody was like, oh, that's sad. But that that was that kid's wish. It's his life. And, and you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like we got the right to tell him. I don't know. It's it's tough. It's tough either way. It ain't no right or wrong answer. It's just tough. And I wouldn't want to be the guy. Because what if what if this man lived the next 50 years of his life and never have another blood clot? He going to spend the know. rest of his life wishing yeah. That he had to follow this dream, you know, he had to yeah. play ball. It's tough. It's tough. That's why I'm glad I'm not I don't have to make that this that decision. I'm glad. You ready to move on? Yes, I am ready to move on. Leave your thoughts. Leave your thoughts on Chris Bosch. Should he come back? Where should he go? Leave it in the comment section down below. Spade, moving on. Guess what's back? I, crazy thing is, if you guys don't know, I tied the pick'em game up. And we haven't had a pick'em game on this show in a couple of weeks because Spade retired it. Spade know I was on his ass. I tied it up 10-10. I, I, check the bro. tape. Check the tape. Bro. I tied First it up 10-10. So, Spade, let me ask you. Before I First even tell them what games we, we picking, are, are we starting over? Is it a new 0-0? want to start over for the second half of the NBA season? Bro, that's up to you. Don't come for me, bro, because first of all, I had 11. So bro, this 10 10 mess sounds tape. suspicious to me. Check nah, the tape. I, I say we start over 0 0 because I was on your ass. It was 5 5. I mean, it was 10 10. It was 10 10. And I came, I came back to it up. Just say and, then Spade, and then Spade retired this joint. 
and, and got it up out of here. Check the tape. But Spade, are you good with making yeah. it zero zero for the second half of the NBA season? Yeah, because I'm gonna win anyway. Have I ever lost one of these seasons? This is what we're gonna do. What I thought. We're gonna need the supporters to leave who won in the comment section every week. So if Spade win a game, it needs to be Spade 1-0. If I win a game, it needs to be LaParis 1-0. If it's a tie, it needs to be I like, can't count. Spade, you, 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 be, you be trying to play your boy and don't say I won't be coming back. And I came back and tied it 10-10. <laughs> I came back. You ain't win a game in a back, long time. I stopped caring. I'm tired of winning all the time, okay. bro. Well, we starting over. So now it's a new season. It's our new season. All so right. for the pick'em game, go. for the yes. pick'em game, it's All Star Weekend, Spade. Let's have some fun. It's All Star Weekend, okay. and we got Team Brown versus Team Curry. And I'm gonna tell you right from the gate, your boy is going Team Curry. Your boy going Team Curry. Spade. That means you got Team Brown. So talk. Whoa. First who of all, you, I might want Team Curry too. Why, Spade? Don't just tell me who I got, bro. All right. I, I'm going Team Curry. Me too. Nah, I'm just kidding. I want Team Brown. But you don't get to tell me who I got. I choose. So you want, all right, you're going Team Brown. So ladies and gentlemen, yes. this is the start of a new Pick'em Game season. Spade's going Team Brown. I'm going Team Curry. Leave, leave who, I think Spade, I think by the time they see this, I don't think this game would, would have be, you know, is going to be played already. So leave in nah, the comment section, be. who do you have winning the Pick'em Game this week? Leave it in the comment section down below. This Can I ask fun. you a question? Go ahead. Why the hell did you take Team Curry? Because LeBron got team injury. He got team injured. Goodness, everybody from LeBron's team is hurt. They out there with the replacements. Sheesh. They got a team okay. full of guards. Yeah, give me Curry. And I think they got Al Horford, if I'm not mistaken. Shit. Uh, no, what? sir. Al Whatever Horford over there with you, first of all. Is he? First of all, Al Horford over there with you. Oh, so that's, who, who they that's got first over there? and foremost. Who they got over there? Don't worry about who we got. What we got is a win. We're going to start this thing off one okay. game to none. Case okay. made the prospect. Pick him game king. The champ. The people's champion. Hmm. Right where I left off. Okay. Let's end this thing, man. Last segment of the show today, man. We call this segment the strong arm performer of the week. Listen, last week I did tweet the previous week's winners. They was happy. They didn't reply to the tweet, but they hit my DM like, yo, I'm ecstatic that Worse. I won this award. So we're going to keep that going. We call this segment the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. It is a very prestigious award in podcast land. It is given away twice a week. Once from me, once from that guy over there. We give it to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. You ever get one of these... Put it on the top shelf. If you win an SP, put that shit on the floor. Put that down there. Ain't nobody, <laughs> nobody care about no SP. You get a strong on performer of the week, you put it up high. You know what I'm talking about? The Paris, who's your strong on performer of the week and why? Don't drop the ball on this, bro. I'm giving mine to a guy that's one of the best young bigs in the league, man. And that's none other than Nikola Hassan White. Nikola Jokic. Jokic played 33 minutes, babe. He had 30 points, shot 11 to 14 from the field, had 15 boards, 17 dimes, two blocks, and a steal. He did have eight turnovers, but he led his team yes. to a 134, 123 win over the Bucks. But that's not it, Spade. 
Jokic had a triple-double in the first half in 16 minutes. He had a triple-double. Good guy. And for that performance right there, Jokic, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Nikola Jokic, he's a beast. That's pretty good. He had a triple-double against the Spurs, too. He's Did a you know beast, that? babe. Why you didn't talk about the game against the Spurs? Because I hate the Bucks. And they gave up they gave up the triple double in the first 16 minutes of the game. <laughs> first of all, you don't have no reason to hate the Bucks. I got no reason to hate the Bucks. They're, they're in our same division, Spade. What do you mean? I was waiting on you to pick this game against the Spurs so I could tell you that Laverne gave him 26 and 11 right back. So his defense looks subpar. But I guess that's fine. Let me tell you who really deserving this week, bro. I could easily get us to James Harden, who's just deserving night in and night out. He is this season's MVP Jesus. by a long shot. Yeah, Spade, is he gonna but win? that's not who I'm is giving he gonna it to. Win it though? Probably not, because they hate on guys with nice beards. You know? I live that. I go through it. But let me tell you who I'm giving mine to. I'm going to tell you his numbers. His numbers is okay. You know, he. I've seen him do better. You know, this is a light night for him. 37 points, 8 dimes, 8 boards, you know, in a win against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm talking about LeBron the King James, hmm. but better, better. Let me tell you why he's my strong performer of the week. Because he said, this ain't working. Get him out, get him out, get him out, get him out, and give me four strangers. And he took them strangers. He took the stranger danger. He went on the road and won two games on the road against good teams with strangers. Huh? For that performance, LeBron James, you are my strong arm performer of the week. I see you, boy. I see you I back in the finals this year. I I'll see you back. I don't have a problem with Bron, man. You know, I like I like Bron, man. I'm a Bron fan. Do you? And the crazy How thing many is, times have you ever given Bron the award, LaPaz? That's what we want to know. Numerous times. And the crazy thing is, people said what? that LeBron was kind of point shaving to get, get them other dudes out of there. So he can get, especially with seeing Bron turn up like this, he's been turning up the past couple of games since he got these guys. He's been turning up. So people were saying Bron was point shaving. And also, shout out to LeBron for um saying. I'm not going to just pl- dribble no ball. I'm more I'm than an athlete. athlete. Shout out to LeBron That's for saying right. that to Shorty on Fox News that overstepped her damn boundaries. How about you report on the news? How about that? Put her back in her place, bro. That's right. <laughs> yeah. How about, how Put her about back you in report her place. some news? How about that? Send her back. Hey, to- oh, my bad. I was going to go too Before far I close the yes. show, you got anything else to say? Uh, yes, bro. I want to tell these people that they have been leaving reviews, LaPaz. Did you know yeah. that? Yes, they have. They've been leaving reviews. The show has been receiving a boost, and I want to encourage you guys to continue leaving those reviews, banging these likes, subscribing to the channel, and telling other sports fans about the best podcast in all the land, man. We thank y'all. We can't do it without y'all. Keep it up. I want to say, I want to send our condolences to what happened down there in Florida. The tragic shooting Terrible, that went down man. at that school. I want to say our condolences to the family and friends of those people. And I want to say in this world full of evil, Do hopefully we was able to provide you guys some good. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to close the show right now, Spade. I want to say we want to thank you guys for your continued support. As usual, if you new here, 
hit the subscribe. I mean, yeah, if you're new here, hit the subscribe button. If you're a regular here, hit the like button. It's also a little bell up there. You can click that bell. It's sends you a notification right to your mobile device to let you know every time a new episode of Strong On Sports has been uploaded. If you don't want to see two dudes talking in a box, that's okay. We got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We are everywhere. We are everywhere. I want to thank you guys for your continued support. Enjoy All-Star. Enjoy the All-Star festivities. Spay, I know you and me both will be tweeting our ass off during this, this situation tonight on Saturday. Facts. As well as tomorrow during, during the uh, Team Brown versus Team Curry. So tweet us. Everything Facts. is in the comment section. Everything is in the description. We cannot thank you guys enough for your continued support. We'll see you guys next episode. We out. Peace. Peace.